0: On the show, we're back. The Press Box reunites in the studio once again after more than half a year apart. Silly season has officially begun and we have the latest trade
1: deals for your club. And if that's not enough, you wait till you hear our hot off the press. That's
0: all coming up next on our reuniting show of The Press Box. Oh, you bet your bottom dollar. We are back in the studio. We have been talking about it for what feels like weeks and months and forever, but we are... Here in the Five AA Studios once again, Sam Tuggle, Jace Camp, and Dale Fletcher. Welcome, lads. How long's it been? It's good to see your faces.
1: Uh, I, I just did a bit of maths, boys. Uh, two hundred forty-one days oh, since, oh, since, oh, I, oh, since I since I've sat in this chair. Can, can you break it oh, down yeah. any further? Sixty-five uh, percent of two thousand and twenty. Oh, Thirty-four <laughs> weeks. Thirty-four <laughs> weeks as well. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Oh, it's so good to be back.
2: I tell you what, Jeremy Cordos in the other studio next to us. <laughs> we walked in, we had a beer together uh, before we recorded. It just feels <laughs> like we're back home again.
0: Oh, this is where you want to be. This is God's country, this stuff. But uh, now, welcome, boys. Um, I've been here in my lonesome for the last six months, sort of just as you guys are at home enjoying the late nights in your lounge room and <laughs> half the time you're not even dressed. You're just in your PJs or something or your underwear. But, well, I've, and, actually,
1: um, I've actually bought a gift Oh, I've bought a gift, a welcoming oh, we gift go. or welcome back gift, well, and it's a uh, uh, well, just j- j- just roll. Oh, oh, I sent this uh, little audio uh, grab gift to oh. Tuggers during the week. Oh, I haven't it? Really oh here listened we go! To it. I've just clipped uh, it. Up. I've go. actually back to, to it. Back to old and, uh, tricks, here uh, here and and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I want to know if anyone remembers this gift that I. Brought.
0: this? Welcome Do you back. know it, Jase? Yeah, yes! <laughs> what? How good. I don't know what this, this, is. this is. Sensational stuff.
1: What is this? That's uh, the, the theme song to uh, "Welcome Back, Kotter." It was on the. T- it was a TV show. Was it?
0: Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm totally <laughs> unaware of that. When was this said? Thank you. Seventies, eighties. <laughs> oh, you yeah, well, that'd explain why. <laughs> it's like twenty years after me. <laughs> I wasn't even born. But even I know. You, James knows. No, no, I
2: know. it's, it's, it's a, oh. it was
1: it used to be a classic. It's iconic. Yes. Oh, welcome back. i tell you what,
2: some things never changed though. We got in the studio. We, were, we got in a little bit early because yep. we were excited. We all had a drink together. We got up here, yep. still excited, said hello to Jeremy, said hello to um Blakey, Blakey on the way in and yep. <laughs> took us 20 minutes to work out the microphones. <laughs> Nothing, no, some things never changed. We
1: didn't know how to plug it in the hole. We just
0: forgot how to do it. It's been a few changes since you guys came here. Our studio's have been pulled to pieces. Um, that's actually interesting to reflect on what's happened since you guys haven't been here. Like, all these microphones in the studio were actually taken out at one point and taken to all our presenters' homes. Like, So, Leon Byner, I'm using his microphone now, he, It went to his house for a couple of weeks. Wow. Um, one of yours probably went to Will Gooding's house and the other one would have gone to Pembo's house or something while they broadcast from home for about three or four weeks, maybe five weeks or so, and then we slowly brought them back into the studio and made them broadcast like normal again. It's a weird times we've been through, but, hey, we've come out the other side. Thank goodness for that. But... Touch well, wood, touch wood. Yeah. <laughs> stage, touch wood. <laughs> Can only hope for that. But hey, we got a lot of uh, breaking news, though, straight off the top of the show. We might as well get stuck into the uh, the meaty stuff that's coming in. What a big week it is in sport.
1: Uh, we'll start off with, uh, well, if you're reading uh, the advertiser this morning, uh, Wednesday morning, uh, you will know that the uh, the Tour Down Under is uh, in severe doubt mm. for uh, for next year, the 2021 version of the Tour Down Under. So uh, it's, uh, it's sort of really at the crossroads at the minute whether we have an event and that with uh with covid and and uh quarantining and restrictions and uh, you know obviously what 95 percent of the mm. of the um cycling uh, field for the tour down under come from europe so uh, probably not the best uh, place in the world to uh, be jetting into um, um to adelaide so um yeah so uh really watch this space with regards uh, to the Tour Down Under. So it could, could well be uh, wow. a no-go.
2: It's a massive loss, really, because when you look at the, how much tourism that brings in for South Australia, it's broadcast right across the world, especially into European countries like Italy, where it's a massive sport over there, cycling. So it's it's going to be a massive loss. And it also brings in quite a bit of revenue, I'm, I'm told, by to retailers, to, to local businesses mm. here. So it's more than just a race in South Australia. It's, it's a massive event.
0: What does it mean for the state government, though? Because that is one of their biggest tourism dollars uh, makers isn't it like it's a it's a huge event you know for the state in itself
1: yeah it is and a lot a lot yeah a lot of tourism dollars and all those little towns that the the, the race goes through you know the, you can go know, wallonka Hill for a start. Yeah. Mm. that uh, that uh, those businesses there would be banking on that day pretty much uh, that day would probably bankroll half <laughs> after, <laughs> half the year and you know stuff through the Barossa and the hills and all, all the way through um, those towns where the the race goes, that would it was those, those small businesses uh, will be affected the most because uh, well with the government where with the money and putting it on and uh, the appearance fees and stuff like that um, it, it'd be interesting what the uh, checks and balances would be uh, to work out not having. An, an event, but uh, I feel for the local businesses from the from the towns the most if uh, if the tour doesn't uh, go on in 2021.
0: Good time for Mike Turter to jump ship. After said, uh, I'm uh, retiring, I'll let you
2: guys take it over yeah. and <laughs> no, no tour. Stuart
0: O'Grady sure, will be yeah, we're pretty annoyed with the, his first year in charge. But No, incredible story and um, I mean, hopefully they can get themselves back on their feet in a year's time or they can find a solution later in 2021 maybe. Is that on the cars that we're just have a, a tour later on in the year. Uh,
1: I don't think so. I think the cycling season is pretty much locked in. Right. Um, that's just the little little gap gap in the year that uh, can go um, into the uh, they can everyone can come here to do the cycling. So and, and the golf's off. The Australian Open women's golf's yeah, off. Of Stuff's um, mm-hmm. off. So with international uh, athletes coming in. So uh, yeah. And watch this space. Well, let's get to the real hot off the press
2: because that wasn't the one I was alluding to in the intro. <laughs> that was, my hot off the was press. your hot off the that press. That was a hot off the press a, from my, my newsroom. There's, there's another big one floating <laughs> around, and I can tell you what he was he's been on the table. And been talking about football now. He's been on the table before during trade period, and he could well be on the table again. And I'm talking none other than uh, <laughs> Brody Grundy from Whoa. Collingwood. It's a massive name. <laughs> big fish. He's, he's a big fish that Adelaide have tried to, to poach before. They had a crack at him, you know, only a couple of years ago, or only the last. Two years really, and it looks like his name could again be on the trade table with all sorts of things happening at Collingwood. We've seen them trying to re sign Jordan DeGoy at the moment. We've seen Adam Chalor, he's on a five year deal. They're saying, We don't necessarily want you here anymore because we're trying to clear some cap space at the moment. Which then obviously, there's uh, when they're trying to get rid of some money or they're trying to clear some cap space. Brody's Grundy's names get thrown up as someone that Adelaide would very happily take off their hands.
0: That was the question wasn't it Uh, Lonnie a couple of years ago was whether or not Adelaide are willing to spend it and now it sounds like in a a year where you know if they were to match Brad Crouch at you know five years for 700 a year or something because um, you know it doesn't get them their second round pick maybe this is the perfect opportunity to try and Utilise that. You know, I'm going to use figure of speech. Like a second pick. You know, that could be used on just trying to get brodie Grundy instead. So don't worry so much about, you know, what Brad Crouch brings back in compensation. Worry about going after someone as as quality as Brody Grundy.
1: Think the magpies will want more than the uh, end of the first round pick or whatever <laughs> um, the crows get for Crouch. But uh, it's not a five year at seven hundred thousand a year. This is a million a year for the next 6 years. Mm. So if uh, the crows have enough glove box for that, mm. then uh, go all in right now because uh, you got to get quality in into your lineup and that uh, bringing Grundy in will I reckon would make the crows finals contenders straight away.
0: Wow. Well, that have to come straight off the bottom of the table. My my point is, if you've got um, you're gonna we've heard the stories at the start of this week that the crows were willing to pay Dustin Martin um a ridiculous amount of coin, eleven million over seven years. Mm. Maybe they can afford still here, and they've been lowballing for years with their best and most loyal players in the past as well. I mean, it, it, clearly they've got some cap space, surely. So um, by the sounds of all that, like they, they, it's not like they're short of cash, and they're
2: not like they're short of players at the moment mm. in that stock because they've got Riley O'Brien. Mind, the reigning club champion, right there, that they can say, "Hey, Collingwood, we'll we'll take Brody off your hands." Mm. He's our reigning club champion as a straight swap. So they've got a bit of, you know, play in this this area too. So the, there's there's a lot of fa- there's a lot of things in favour for the Crows to get this trade
1: done. Mm. I don't think if I was a Crows, I wouldn't give up O'Brien. I reckon he's a pretty good insurance policy. I for, think Collingwood uh, have won him, though. For mm. Brody but, but Collingwood already have they already have Darcy Cameron who proved himself. Uh they got they've got Mason Cox and then they've been there's been floating Darcy Moore is like like a second mm. Ruckman, so uh, I think they have the the, the stocks there. Collingwood, I, th- I think they just need to get some uh, serious uh, glove box away from uh, <laughs> their own glove box. Well,
0: what about the the, the story in itself? Mm. That is just remarkable. The, five years to go on a contract, nine hundred thousand dollars approximately a year he's getting paid, and the and the Collingwood list manager wants to flick him. That that's staggering. If that, I mean, if we put it into our own little insular bubble here in South Australia, you think about if that was Rory Sloan or Travis Boke or some high-profile player who's getting paid that amount of coin over a long period of time, and the list manager here said, "We don't want you anymore." Like we would just be outraged and calling for that person to be sacked. This is unbelievable. It's a
2: huge story. It's a massive story, especially with you know, you know, Collingwood obviously getting so far in in this season as well. So, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised that no one has gone to the foot. And they might, might have We might not just have seen it, but someone hasn't gone to the Collingwood Football Club and door-stopped every single person that's (laughs) walked into that club and said, "Will Adam Chalor be here next season?" Mm. Like, I'm surprised no one's done that yet. It might be because they're in lockdown or just coming out of lockdown. So, yeah, interesting times at the at the Magpies.
1: I think I think it's just COVID. You can blame heaps of stuff on COVID, but if, if there was no COVID, I think the Trelaw thing is is a is, is nothing. I think is right. if I think it's just a purely sell it the salary cap coming down, the list sizes coming down. Mm. There's a squeeze. No, they they I mean, want to keep. It's nothing. He's, a, he's contracted for five years. He's, he's almost yeah, but, a million yeah, dollar player. But, a year. but my point, my point is, if yeah. there's no COVID, yeah. there's no story. He stays, and they right. and the money's there. Yeah. We won't be, wouldn't even be talking about Grundy. No. So the, it's not like the the list manager twelve months ago was like, oh, well, this pandemic's going to come here, so I am just going to throw all the all this glove box at these two players, and then we're going to be stuffed. Mm. But uh, if, if there was no COVID, the, the,
0: this this wouldn't be an issue. That's a good point, but at the same time, I mean, this is a player with five years left. And it's not like he hasn't got a lot of upside. Like, he's a good player. He might not be your best player on your list, and and there might be players that are coming out of contract now that, uh, okay, well, they've got one or two years left that are probably better and you'd rather keep. But you can't be... I don't think it's acceptable for a football club to be... And look, it's not like we're experts, but Mm. from the outside, you just sort of think, you know, what kind of management is that if you're paying a player to go somewhere else... For five more years, at probably, if you're going to say at least fifty percent of that, of that paycheck, you know that's half a mil a year. Like that's an extraordinary amount of money to just be. Well, that's two and a half mil minimum probably to go and play somewhere else. Uh, unreal. In a COVID time, we got no purse. Yeah. Well, the the, the any all, any of those deals that have been made.
1: Just before COVID, like the Grundy deal is, mm. is the big mm. one. Uh, Jeremy Cameron got out of his, or the Giants yeah. got out of his. I think they've actually dodged a bullet um, there, to, to be frank. But uh, any any player that signed up just before or within the last twelve months, um, they uh, their names could be on the the trade table uh, pretty soon. We dodged a bullet.
2: They're gonna they're gonna ask a high uh, a high price for Jeremy Cameron. That's for mm. sure. It's gonna be probably two first rounders and a whole lot of coin, a whole lot of cash coming <laughs> their way. So. It'll be interesting
0: to see how that plays out too. Well, there's so much more in this trade space. We might, have got, might as well get stuck into it. It's Dale's favourite segment of the year. It is the silly season. For... It is the silly season. That's just silly. <laughs> it's, been <laughs> it's been upgraded. It's been upgraded.
1: Nice to know that uh, my segment's been copied. Uh, thanks, uh, Rowie and Treaders. I think, did you tell them to say that? No, Rowie. I didn't. It just <laughs> happened. <laughs> well played. It's uh, it's growing. It's uh, it's trending. But, uh, yeah, well, the the first name I had on silly season was Trelaw but he's gone. But uh, yeah, the Gold Coast surely, surely pick five, and mm-hmm. if Collingwood pay, I think it was two hundred thousand of, of his salary for right. next year, uh, and pick five to the Suns for Trelaw. Does that get it done?
2: Well, I think it probably gets it done. I think it's especially with well, and when
1: you say Co- Gold Coast pay, uh, Collingwood pay, pay, a, pay b- a bit, yeah, yeah. It's it's only. Thirty percent, yeah, twenty five percent. I think
2: I think with Trulaw's history, with his hamstring history, with uh, you know he hasn't played uh, the whole m- bunch of games since he's been at Collingwood. He's had a bit of injury. He's been mm. a bit injury prone. I think it gets it done. I think Collingwood will, will, will say, you know, if you are willing to pay, stump up some cash for him. Plus, we want you know that first round pick. That's that's a must. That's a priority. We need that number five pick. Mm. Then it, it might get it done.
0: Yeah, um, it's it's not silly, but. Yeah, you're right. At the end of the day, the Collingwood are going to do anything. They're going to move heaven and earth to get it done. And if the Gold Coast are going to offer up something that good, it, it mm. kind of just locks it in, doesn't it? So, um, it's, Will, they, could, want a, will they want the a
2: second rounder as well, though? Will well, they want a first rounder no. and a
0: second round pick? Well, here's the question. Do the Suns offer up minimum chips and then just try and build on it? Because Brisbane have ruled themselves out. So there's only one team left. It's mm. the Suns. They could do whatever they want. It's not like they're in a bidding war with anyone, really, are they? Until someone else enters the frame, which probably won't happen because his partner is uh, up in Queensland playing Super Netball. It, the Suns have got free reign on this.
1: I think what the Suns need too is is an experienced player to come in. Uh, they've, they've got the kids there. They got they've got more uh, well, my man Isaac Rankin and Jack Lacocious, and all the king the king as well. So they need some cream on on the top of the cake mm. and I think orders makes it this beautiful. beautiful. I think uh yeah that will that'll get done. Not silly. Un, not not silly. silly at all. <laughs> will will happen. Will happen. <laughs> will happen. So uh the next one I'll, I'll just uh, just uh, reverse uh, reverse our car back to uh Brody Grundy. Would you give up pick one for Brody Grundy? Oh. Well this is this How is Brody of... Grundy?
2: He's 27 now. Oh. He's...
1: His contract runs out when he's thirty two or to thirty one, thirty two. Okay. Mm. I probably would. I, he's he's
2: he's proven himself as one of the best. He's the
1: uh, Oli Wands draft, so he's Oli Wines as that. Yeah, I pro- he's proven
2: himself as uh, one of the best, if not the best, ruckman in the league. And if you want the best ruckman in the league, you have to pay a high price, mm. and that is your first round pick. And then when you look at the talent, they're not going to get the player they want. They they want the bloke from the Bulldogs. who's going to go. He's the academy player for the Bulldogs. Yeah, um,
0: uh, Hagen. Yeah, y- 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 Eugle Hagen. So they're Hagen, not going.
2: to, Crow's not going to get him because the Bulldogs. as Soon as they go throw his name up, the Bulldogs are going to claim him as their own. And then it looks. Like Riley Thilthorpe, and if you had to weigh up Riley Thilthorpe, who's missed all of this year through injury, who hasn't really proven himself as as a as a bona fide number one pick, I I believe anyway, I'm taking I'm taking Grundy, I'm taking Grundy as the pick. So well,
0: this is this is I'll play some audio from Adam Kelly. He said uh, earlier in the week what the Crow's priority is in 2020 when it comes to recruitment.
2: Yeah, our main focus in this offseason, is really the draft. We've got a strong hand there. And, you know, we're working strongly hard to identify the, the right players to bring into the football club, so... Um, that, that'll be our primary focus in this in this off-season
0: period. Now, that was said before we obviously started talking about Trelaw and then mm. the on-flow with Grundy. So, But clearly the Crows have got their, their their sights set on going to the draft and getting kids and developing young ones, which is fair play in a period of time where even if you've got Grundy, over the next four to five years, what use is he going to be to win your premiership when basically the rest of the team is not up to scratch to win more than three games a year? So, it's almost it would almost Almost be a kind of a waste of a resource, and you might as well go to the draft. To so, so I mean, they're you can still going to
2: have other first round picks. So the, the yeah, pick yeah, yeah. one isn't their only first round. we well, they
0: got what pick eight, don't they? So and they're going to pick twenty. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. If they get the compensation for Crouch, yeah. so they'll they'll certainly have the resources. So they probably don't give up pick one. They maybe give up eight and maybe another pick, or a player, whatever it ends up being, because mm-hmm. they might want to free up space on the on the list as well for, for that re- reduction of players on the list. But I don't know. I, I wouldn't give up pick one. I think that's... And I don't reckon Adam Kelly, by the sounds of that, would, would either. Do it. Do
1: <laughs> it. Do it. Do it right now. If I, if I was Adam Kelly, I'd, where do I sign? Give yeah. us a pen. Where do yeah. I sign? Yeah. Do, do it. And, 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 and now Collingwood would have pick one and pick five... And have just made the finals.
2: Especially when these draft are so compromised. I, hmm. I just don't think the, the number one pick is the number one pick this year. No.
1: So that's what I mean. I, I'd probably do it.
0: Wow. Yeah. There you go. In a heartbeat. Not silly. Right.
1: Uh, next one. Uh, I'm going to mention him again. Ar- Ratio Fantasia. Oh, he's back again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We'll have he's to try tra- and get him on this show. He's yeah. <laughs> been mentioned that many times. <laughs> it could be called the Fantasia season. but It could have a sponsor. But... Uh, A Ratio Fantasia to Port Adelaide. It's only a matter of when now, not if. But uh, there's one player that's been mentioned in this trade, and it's a Ratio Fantasia for Riley Bonner. Mm. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Riley. Uh, mate, you've been a
2: good servant at Port Adelaide. <laughs> Mine, off you go to the Bombers, mate, and we'll take Orazio. <laughs> I don't think he's anyone's a, complaining. He's such a live wire. And uh, Adam Kelly, I heard him speak this morning, and he said that um, that they they were privy to that uh, medical that he had, and he said there was no real concerns about Orazio's body or his, or his fitness or anything like that. So I say bring him on board. Yep,
0: yeah, I think they'd be very happy with that. There's no need to think much more about it. Everyone's a little feel, bit frustrated I feel with bad Riley. for Bonner, to be honest <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not his well it is partially but he just hasn't done himself any favors this year and uh, might as well make the move like it's not it's not stupid. Where's the pen? I'm signing that off to. <laughs> he got that signing as He's well. gone.
1: <laughs> Riley Bonnet. Jasper Pittar 2.0, I call uh, Riley Bonnet. So uh, he can chip oh, off. <laughs> this has been
0: a very sensible, silly season. I haven't it? had to play the st- Stinger once. <laughs>
1: now, uh, well, go, one man one man has b- b- bobbed up in the last seven days is Aaliyah So Aaliyah the Sydney Swans uh, fullback, mm-hmm. uh, has now been linked to uh, Port Adelaide. So uh, uh, the Swans want. Uh, well, they want they wanted Scott Lysette, so uh, yeah, okay, That's silly radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, then the Swans wanted Peter Adams, but we've been told the, they're off off limits. Mm. But now it's sort of been uh, known th- uh, that Alia uh, Alia was offered in this sort of trade for uh, Port Adelaide Ruckman. But now it sounds like Alia Alia wants to come to Port Adelaide. Right. So uh, if you're a Port Adelaide, what would you? Give up for Aliralee?
0: Jeez.
2: Oh, what's the other? Sam Hayes is the other one, and I would probably throw him up as a bit of a, a little bit of a uh, carrot, maybe, and then say Aliralee. Here goes Sydney. Is a is a tool and a replacer a tool.
1: So, mm.
0: nah, I don't think. I reckon.
1: minimum minimum chips will get. Uh, will get a That's just silly. <laughs> <laughs> <Minimum> <laughs> well,
0: there's chips. there's the first use of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I I don't really know if they need him. I mean, he'd be a handy replacement for, what, a Justin Westhoff, perhaps, down back? or If Aliyah Lear played
1: for Port Adelaide in yeah. the finals, <clears throat> that would have been the flag. Okay, big
2: call. Cool, he's, well, he's, well, he's not standing Dustin Martin, though. No, no. But, he
0: is, <laughs> but he is doing a good job on a lot of on a lot of good forwards at the moment. I don't know if he... I mean, he's valuable, for sure. But who are you taking out of that team right now in that defence? Anyone. 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 Is that good? You take Jonas Clary? out, Cleary?
1: I reckon Cleary's in danger. Yeah, for Ooh. sure. Gee
0: whiz. Houston? Well, definitely not Houston. Because think O'Lear is a, really a, a tall back. Yeah, I know. They're a good but, unit. Uh, they're not a bad unit down back.
1: One tall See, short. What about your captain, TJ? Uh, t- t- no, no, not the number one. Come on, that's sacrilege. <laughs> just fed Play TJ anywhere. He can play wherever he wants. But uh, Lear O'Lear at fullback, I think, is the missing ingredient mm. for Port Adelaide.
0: Yeah. There you go. No, Lea, Lea. Well, we'll keep an eye on that space. But from what I'm hearing, that's that's just off the table completely. Sydney and Port Adelaide are not going to agree to terms, and and that's it's too silly. That's just silly.
1: All right. Watch this space. Maybe may be a Lear Lear and a Ratio can be on next year. <laughs> That'll be good. That'll be interesting. Uh, so we've talked about Brad Crouch to the Saints. He said, I want to go to the Saints. Uh, Saints must have a lot of glove box, just quietly, because they've got Paddy Ryder, Brad Hill. Mm. uh and we're getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> now Brad Crouch is <laughs> going to get paid. So uh, there could be, oh, there's a, a Jay Clark wrote the uh, good piece in the advertiser Tuesday morning about the Crouch deal. So the, the Saints and the Crows could play a bit of funny buggers mm. here and sort of Crows can match the deal and then offer a trade up. So. Luke Dunstan's been mentioned as a trade um, Mm -hmm. um, commodity to the Crows, South Aussie uh, boy. But there's one player that I think the Crows should look at that hasn't been mentioned at all. Mm -hmm. His name's Callum Wilkie. Oh, yeah. So Callum Wilkie and Luke Dunstan... Match the deal for Brad Crouch and then ship him off to the Saints.
2: I like it. I'm in. Oh, that's not silly at all. Yo, you've brought some really good stuff to the table. I'm I'm liking being back in the studio. and I'm liking silly season. Yeah. I like that too.
0: Oh, I'm sorry to put a damper on it, but <laughs> that's just <laughs> silly. Uh, the, uh, Wilkie's a great call. I like that. But when you <laughs> let's think about it, Brad the, Crouch, the, the last person to keep Dustin Ma- Martin goalless was. Yep. Oh, look i'm sure i'm sure look i'm sure there there's great little reasons why but at the end of the day you're talking about a best and fairest player at the Adelaide Football Club one of the top 5 players you'd probably say in the entire group despite his finishing on the the bnf this year he is he is an elite player and a great midfielder um and you're talking about two young South Aussie lads who, who are just scratching to get into a, a you know a team, just making the eight. Like they're not they're not on the same level. And, and and Dunstan only played a handful of games in the last two years for the Saints, so he's only just making the team. This is the Crows who are bottom. They need to they need to start again. That's not what you're starting again with. Wilkie would walk into the fence for a start. What about Hately? You're bringing in. Oh, hey what about these new draft kids we bring in? There's so many other options. Wilkie's a lot better than what Pick Wilkie's 20. Wilkie's a good player. He's a good player. What, won't discount. You're going to get Pick
1: 20. You're going to get Pick 20 if Crouch walks. Pick 20. Mm-hmm. Is Pick 20 going to walk
0: into the team round one? No. No, Wilkie's a, I'm not saying Wilkie's a bad player. I'm saying it's not what you trade for Brad Crouch. I reckon if, if it's a, if you it's a pick. You trade Kyle Hardigan for that. If
1: it's a pick and Luke Dunstan, I would rather Wilkie. And Dunstan, rather than the pick, rather than gamble on the draft, we you, you
0: haven't really seen anyone play. Mm. No, no, fair, fair play, fair play on that. But at the end of the day, the Crows are trying to get to pick two. It's probably not going to happen. Zero chance. There's more chance
1: of me buying a Crows membership.
0: I agree, but I don't that's, think there's Let's make
1: sure we're recording this, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we've got that I, on tape. No, I
0: doubt there's any chance that we'll get picked two either. But I don't know, if you're trading Brad Crouch out, that those two players are the best choice. They're not first choice, anyway. The Crows will barter hard for something way better than that. Way better.
1: All right. Good luck. Good luck with your pick 20. <laughs> it's a bit icy in here now. Yeah, it's <laughs> in this is great. <laughs> it's just opinions. <laughs> <laughs> and that pick, pick 20, Nuffy's going to play in the sample. Um, well, May play in the sample. They haven't signed off on that yet. you <laughs> read that in the titles this morning as well. Uh, this morning as well. Uh, so the last one, uh, Jeremy Cameron. So Jeremy Cameron wants to g- go to the grand finalists. And just uh, because they're struggling a little bit to uh, Geelong for forwards. Yeah. Um, so the the uh, the compensation, because uh, Jeremy Cameron's a free agent, or to the Giants will be pick 10. Around about pick 10. So uh, if you're the Giants, would you take that pick 10 for Jeremy Cameron?
2: I want two first round picks. I want two first round picks for Jeremy Cameron. That's what I'll be saying to him. That's mm. and that's what he's worth. And, and he's one of the, the leading forwards in the competition. He's still got so much upside and potential. You know, he's only he's on the well, he's on twenty six, twenty seven now. So he's got um, at least three or four really good years left in him. Yeah. So I want I want two first rounders.
0: Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. They they need to get the most out of this. It's a bit like the yeah. Brad Cratch deal. Like you just need to maximize yeah. what you're getting out of a really good player leaving your club. So. I'm with you. I'll, I'll I'll agree with that. Two two first rounders. You got to go.
1: It'd be interesting how that works out because the uh, the compensation pick only comes into the equation if if he goes for nothing. So oh. that trade will be interesting to see mm. if there is a trade. There might be just the you will see this little. Dodgy side deal (laughs) down the end of trade week, which could be yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be very
0: interesting. Well, there you go. That's a nice little addition of silly season. It's only going to keep growing over the next couple of weeks. Because, geez, this 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 month. Can I? Before we move on, uh, this period of time in in the AFL media year, it's my least favorite month. It's my least favorite set of weeks. I I don't know about those listening, but and or you guys, but I just can't stand this this silly season period where everyone just tosses up possibilities tosses up names ridiculous trade options and thoughts like oh I just can't I stand guarantee it. You that at least 70% of them will get done no 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 your board actually today was very good <laughs> my my anger <laughs> What's your comes gripe? From, yeah. my, my anger comes from when there's just 24/7 news feed it just filled with with crap like here's here's seven different options for why this player could well, that's, go or these players who cares that, that's wait not,
1: for the facts that's not that's not that's not trade period. You're not, you don't hate trade period. You just hate social media. So no, that's, that's yes. social media. That's, that's I, I probably hate trade
0: point. radio. That's probably what it is. I probably have a gripe with I that. I love trade period,
2: but I think it pricks everyone's ears up about the potentials of where your club is going. You know, it, It's almost like you know, you're know you holding out to see oh, what what decision is the club going to make, what, mm. what direction are we going in next year. I love it. I, I think this is a great time. I, I totally agree with you in the sense, Dale, in saying that... Social media, geez, yeah. they, they just get it wrong time after time yeah. after time, and there's <laughs> a, there's a lot of rumor and innu- innuendo that goes on between different news companies and and you know so forth. But yeah. that's that's the down part of it. The other the, the good part is the actual trade stuff behind the scenes that goes on, and, and and the you know the expectation of where your clubs sort of going. But. Yeah, geez, the media gets it wrong sometimes.
1: Scrolling through uh, social media, i I could bring some, si- oh, I could bring some silliness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to I've right. seen some silliness. And that's all I'm going to say. There was silliness that to... I've read. Rather... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Radio.
0: That's what I think. That's my that's my gripe. There is that. That's the crux of it. Is you know, the media? We're meant to be the ones that bring all the the facts and the information, yeah. the stuff that's credible and the information that you're meant to trust. And yet we're the ones we're the ones peddling half the crap. Yeah. <laughs> just can we not just can we not come with scraping of the barrel, unsubstantial. Um, information and, and fantasy and instead come with the proper news that people want to hear and the real facts like Dale's done today well, most of that's pretty good
2: uh, well like I mentioned earlier it was about the Adam Chalor stuff I can't believe no one yeah. has gone to Collingwood Football Club and literally sat it's at the front it's And up mate I'm sure they know where <laughs> some of their head honchos are floating around in Melbourne yeah. and go and say hey what is going on here where is <laughs> where is Adam Chalor going Are you do you mm. want him next year I, I
1: can't believe no one's done it yet it's Not COVID safe, they might have yeah, got, well, that's got breached.
2: That's the interesting thing. <laughs> he might have got
1: a scoop, Jace, or he might have <laughs> got a fine. They're out of the bubble now, and,
0: <laughs> and they, I think Juno's have been out of the bubble for a long time as well. Um, is, there,
1: is there, is there, uh, X, white uh, uh, crosses uh, outside of Adam Trillor's house, <laughs> one and a half meters <laughs> apart? <laughs> for everyone?
0: Please stand here. <laughs> Surely. Surely. <laughs> okay, Let's let's. while we've talked about the football for half an hour, we we haven't even touched on the grand finale that was oh. the grand final. The first one at night. How'd you see it? I didn't watch it at all. Oh, oh what? A ball. You didn't watch a second. I didn't watch it at all. What happened? How can you not sit down and watch the grand final? Well, zero
1: interest in it. Zero. And, not one uh, second. Jace can vouch for me because I, I left Jase's yes, house yep. while the farce... Entertainment started <laughs> I And mean, that That's me out Pre-game was rubbish Pre-game yeah. was awful Wasn't it Pre-game fast yeah. cover, cover bands For AFL Grand Final Not good, oh, gee whiz. Not good. Just, you know, It would have been cheaper Just to get a Sony Discman mm-hmm. Plug it into some speakers And press <laughs>
0: no, That would have been cheaper That wasn't great Was it Pre-game Pre-game having... was awful
1: So I drove home yeah, Had family time And Archie went to sleep And I saw It was about Three quarter time Went Oh yeah That looks a bit boring And then
0: Jeez, no, nope. didn't even no interest in the fact there was under lights and there was going to be wow. That's I'll, I, I
2: liked bits and pieces of it. I, I, will make a case that I think it should be twilight next year instead of a, a fully fledged night grand final. I think at the the day dragged on a little bit too long. I tell you what, they would have been running out of things to say on the Channel Seven commentary. Yeah. Well, luckily, we we're watching the races during the day, <laughs> yep. but they had you know they had the full day covered off for um for the you know the lead up to the to the grand final. I, I like the spectacle. I think the spectacle at night is a better spectacle. I think it would be even better so if it was a twilight. I love the, the, you know, we see it at Adelaide Oval when they have the test matches here. We've seen it during twilight matches, AFL matches during the season. I think it, as a spectacle, it, it's fantastic when the transition is from, from day into night. And I think that would still, it would it would shift the game into being a 7 o'clock start to a 4 o'clock sort of start time. And then the halftime period would still be at night. You'd, you'd hope so. Or you try and time it mm. where... It would still be a, a massive, you know, a spectacle where the halftime show—you've got the fireworks, you've got, you know, the the band performing. I love the stuff that they did this time around with the lights inside the oval, and it really looked great. It really mm. looked like a proper grand final sort of slash Super Bowl sort yeah. of feel. Like I had that really blockbuster feel to it. Um, it was just probably just dragged on too long, I, and, and that was my biggest gripe with it.
0: I love loved the halftime entertainment. Absolutely nailed it. Loved the nighttime aspect to that to that bit in particular because the ground looked fantastic. I think this is three-part for mine. This is three-part. So the crowd at the the Gabba is 30,000 tops for that game. Mm -hmm. Take that to the MCG, fill it with 100,000. You've got more than twice the number of... or three times the number of crowd you got there on Saturday at night with two huge Victorian... Like, the atmosphere of that game... Like, if you didn't like the nighttime spectacle... Add 100,000 people in there mm. to the G, the biggest state, it looks even more incredible. And it feels even more incredible. And you probably get a better feel of what a night grand final really is. I think if Gillam McLaughlin was going to sell to us Australians what the night grand final would look like as a yep. proposal... What, he, what we had at the Gabba was nowhere near what he would have put on offer for us. So so the Gabba to the MCG with loads more fans, changes everything. And I think everyone knows that. The other bit is, like you said, Twilight. Perfect. Like, you've got to go Twilight. I think the best bit about an afternoon was one, everyone loves, you know, the lunchtime feel. You yes. get your family. And then you can, after the grand final's done, you hang around. But it's also the optics of the game. Like the daytime aspect, each quarter, like the, the sun sort of starts to set, the mm-hmm. ground has the shadows over at each quarter. Each quarter, like it's like a stage show. There's a new set each quarter. Mm-hmm. It just feels different each quarter. You feel like the game moves it's forward. It's evolving. It does. It's a, a perfect way of putting it. The twilight aspect you still get that you have got the sun going down it becomes night into the final quarter everyone loves that aspect of it too but the other bit is the TV audience oh, huge. through the roof so obviously Channel Seven it's ago like
2: three point eight million massive or something ticks around to the that yeah, yeah, but
0: yeah. it's a false positive for mine that those numbers massive false positive I know Dale's about to say this oh but here we go this is this is you cannot trust those numbers with Melbourne in lockdown everyone's got the same TV on
1: so I was going to say who gives us stuff <laughs> yeah. about the TV ratings they had a whole state locked up, right next to their sitting with their. Well, if they were cold, a little heater or, or fan or whatever, watching the TV. Yep. And they would have had there would have been households in Victoria that would have had Richmond fans and Geelong fans yep. cut down the fan. There would have been two TVs on, mm. or someone you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> husband still would playing have, the same game. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but it's still the ratings. You you have two TVs on, double the ratings. (laughs) So don't worry about the TV ratings, people. Just don't worry about it because there would be 100,000 at the game in Victoria that were locked up in there. Uh, what, uh, 50,000 homes? You know
2: what's really interesting about this? And I know someone who I work with, Kate Freeband. She was at the Gabba for the grand final. Yes. And she says, and she's been to day grand finals, as have I. And during the, the day grand finals, it's it, between goals, it's like a normal sort of thing. You know, they hear the crowd noise, the ball gets reset back to the center. There's, nothing really happens. Mm. She said at the Gabba, it was like a big bash sort of set up. They would have loud tunes or music playing between each goal to make it feel like a massive spectacle, which they've never done previously before. And she she said it was like a party.
0: Rowie said exactly the same. His words were the party. That was what it felt like was a party at the Gabba. He went and he said the music between the songs, it did. like It felt like the Big Bash. It felt like a party atmosphere. And everyone who went to this game they paid their due. They paid their bucks. Usually at the G, it's corporate. So it's, it's a little bit more of a dow feel. You've only got a small portion of fans. So because everyone at the Gabba paid their bucks just about, um, you've got a huge portion of people that are just full-blown footy fans mm. that want to be there and enjoy the moment. So it would have been a totally dip- different atmosphere in that sense as well. I, I totally agree.
1: So it's sort of fake noise with not having fake noise or fake crowd no the music was the fake crowd pretty much mm. it was it was for tv it wasn't for the people there well, well, no, they didn't.
2: know no. no, it was for the people there. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't. They so it was only the thirty.
1: M- there's only thirty. You should have watched, t- watched. the bloody game. This <laughs> is <laughs> what happens if you don't watch the Grand Final. Exactly. He's <laughs> got no idea. What <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. TV I, TV I, went I to really, ads. I really <laughs> did not care about it. <laughs> I, you
2: I did, did you know care. the money the ads when they
0: big bucks when they Fox didn't play the game. as exclusive to Seven, and they were paying big ads.
1: Well, maybe, maybe. Well, I think I think the key is to. Twilight, I think, is the way to go. I think what they have to do is make the halftime entertainment the, the big-ticket item. So make yeah. sure that, that the sun is down or 90% down yeah. when it's halftime, and then go back from there. The, don't give a stuff about the pregame. Who gives a stuff about the pregame? Yeah, I
0: agree. It, Mike Brady's enough. There, yeah,
1: just just, no, just have, have a curtain raiser. Have the VFL <laughs> granny just maybe just go back with a little bit of old school. Just have another football game. Uh, people will sit and watch the, <laughs> the football. <Rezies. laughs> maybe, but uh, I'd make the big ticket item at halftime yeah. and uh, and and work it out from there. That's and throw all the glove box
2: at yeah. halftime.
0: No, I agree with that.
2: Yeah, I agree with that totally. And that way you get the big blockbuster thing the fillet, half-time, but you're still getting not so big a lead-up at the start. It's yep. still a bit of a, a lunchtime fi- uh, vibe. Yeah. You can have your barbecues, you can get around and watch it, and you're not totally written off for the time That's that, right. the, the <laughs> AFL grand final starts. It's not a, It's not such a long day. That's
0: right. And the, and the difference is as well, you can hang around after the game with yeah. family and friends. You can go out and do whatever you like afterwards. I know that you still can at night if it, if it finishes at 10 o'clock, but thing is, if it's half-time and the game's a the doozer, like sorry to say at Port Geelong 2007 like you, you switch off at half time you go mm. to bed so yeah the, you probably do want to have that you know evening aspect so you know the night's still young the day doesn't feel as long because we, we all three of us I know we've men- mentioned a couple of times we were all hanging out at your place Sunday yes, yeah. afternoon having beers watching the races I which wish we had a
2: one, I wish we had a, could have been a better day if yeah. we had a one on the Cox Plate but that's another story but the
0: game would have started at 4 o'clock or 4.30 yes. and we wouldn't. there wouldn't have been another two or three hours between the Cox Plate and whatever else we're doing before before the game yeah, it's just such a long wait but what, what, what about 2020 like tell us about the year what, what were your takeaways from a season which was just blown up from traditions all things that were normal about the game had been thrown out the window it was a brand new kind of hybrid year with all sorts of different rules and ideas and concepts what would you take into 2021 and what wouldn't you?
2: Well, I remember at the start of the year, we said when this was all going down, the COVID stuff, that this year would be a season unlike any other, but we, there would be something that we would take out of this season that would be long-lasting or have some longevity. Yeah. for Old oh, the, oh the mate of- over here wrote it off.
0: It I did too. It, <laughs> it
1: wouldn't happen. It's off.
0: <laughs> now, <laughs> out, <laughs> off. It was a different time (laughs)
2: He also said the Crows would be winless Yeah, (laughs) I was close (laughs)
0: Um,
2: But I I honestly think There have been some you know, interesting things that have come out of this season. I think one of those is the shortened quarters. Mm. I, I'm i an actual fan of the shortened quarters. Wow. I like the game time being reduced. I think 16 minutes is a little bit too quick. I would like to see it at 18 minutes, and that still brings it down a couple of minutes each quarter and it reduces the game time. So I think that's a way forward that, that the AFL will seriously consider and is seriously looking at now bringing it in
1: for you know next season. Yeah, I think uh, the quarters will be a bit short. I don't think I don't that you know, they'll never get back to twenty again. I think eighteen mm. might be might be the go. But uh, I'm pretty pretty safe to say that uh, the footy frenzy was the big tick for mine. Even mm. though, from a sports editor's point of view, it was an absolute nightmare to have a, a game a day. But uh, I think there'll be a block or a month. Yeah, I think around the July. School holidays or something like that. Uh, I like it too. Um, I like, where I really like the, it. Where the AFL will go bang and uh, have probably three, two or three weeks of a game a night, and that that'll uh, that'll pretty much be like the buy rounds. Yep. The good old buy rounds will be will turn into the footy frenzy type deal. So yeah. I think I, th- I think I think that what what they had to do this year to get it done will be. Uh, Not a, so a fixture dramatic. of the fixture, yeah, 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 moving yeah, yeah. forward.
0: Yeah, the floating fixture aspect is going to be interesting too. like back on that though, the NRL do a very similar thing, don't they? Are they go up to Queensland or something, or far north Queensland, even with their with their rounds for a couple of weeks? Uh, Are they, they have, do a similar thing? They have
1: two magic rounds. That's so, what it is. So SunCorp, every every team went to SunCorp. Uh, so they have a couple of magic rounds. That was just a, an idea, um, obviously, this that year. Was, they didn't do it this didn't year. Didn't that work? It was a successful thing, wasn't it? Sort of. Okay. Sort of. But um,
0: For the AFL, this grows the game, though. If we were to do mm-hmm. a similar th- like the frenzy again, mm-hmm. you take it up to Queensland or wherever you want to take it and grow the game for two weeks at a time, just... Games every day yep. and every night, like far out. Like, that that's incredible for the people there, and, and and everyone gets to enjoy footy on their TVs, which is all it is. It's mm-hmm. not a it's not a crowd thing when you're talking Wednesday night football, is it?
1: No, not really. But I think you'll find that uh, obviously the AFL will want crowds and the actual mm-hmm. um, you know. Well, that's the, the, well, that's the, how they have stadiums to jug- the real stadium. I don't yeah. think there'll be. How,
2: how do they juggle that with? Well, like you said, it might have to be during the school holidays because mm. the families are the ones. That's uh, are my, the ones my idea, that want-
1: Gil, <laughs> Copy it. You can do whatever they're you want the, with it. They're
2: the ones that are going to fork out the ticket, the money yeah. to go, and they, and they have to be accommodated. They can't be missing rounds during the year because it's a Tuesday night and the kids have school in the morning. Mm. It's probably perfect. If it's during school holidays, the kids can start a bit later. Hey, let's go the footy. It's on uh, Tuesday night.
0: Okay, well, that robs the... Well, great idea for, the, for those locals, wherever that is, yep. but robs the fans here in Adelaide or WA or New South Wales, Victoria, who have home teams. Everyone actually follows their local team they No, not the even games will still be at holidays. the home
1: venue. It won't be out anywhere oh, okay. else. Sorry, I was
0: thinking that was a no. No, that it'll was just be the fixture.
1: Round. It'll be just be the fixture. But it'll be like you know, Tuesday night we're at the Adelaide Oval. Wednesday right. night we're at Marvel, and
0: yeah. oh, Thursday so night would, we're at the Gabba you wouldn't and hub it somewhere. You wouldn't. Oh would actually, no. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: No. 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 Right. No, they got to get the coin back through the fans. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Yep. Now, fair play. Fair play. I don't know if um I don't know if they will. I think they will. That floating fixture in itself, just the the four weeks of the time released, I don't think we'll see a full 23 round or whatever the round amount fixture you know locked in, like we we used to have you know at the start of the year next year. I think we'll have a floating fixture again, where you have the first four rounds, this is what you know, and then by the time we get to round three or something, okay, here's here's five to eight, and he's here's nine to twelve or whatever, and we keep learning, and then f- channel seven who. I think would really want to get their money back from a a tough year and will do everything they can to to twist it in their favour, which they will pretty much get their way, they will ask for just about every good Friday night game and every good Thursday night game and they will just lock take all the good games away. I think Fox will be spewing if that happens because there's a lot of deadbeat games that end up on their (laughs) channel instead, but I think Seven have to do everything they can and the floating fixture will work in their favour and I reckon they'll take that in 2021.
1: Yeah, I think uh, also the other thing I liked was everyone playing everyone once. Yes, yeah. But uh, I think uh, you, knock, you hit the nail on the head, Sam. I think uh, they have all need to make uh, a lot of money back uh, very quick. they got a uh, $600 million loan to pay off, so <laughs> I think... Uh, I think you'll find uh, footy frenzy will, will stay but I think 23 rounds will come back.
0: Wow. And, and before we go we should at least acknowledge the Richmond Football Club who did win the Premiership in a year which was just unbelievable. I, t- I told and you three ever- weeks ago <laughs> that we're going to win it. <laughs> well, but I'm a hater. You're a hater. do <laughs> <laughs> to pull that out. Um, <laughs> I d- don't hate my sports but account. <laughs> Can we at least give credit to Gale, the CEO of the Richmond Football club, who in 2010, I'm sure you've heard this before, but just unbelievable, bold plan and prediction from that footy club, saying on Footy Classified, they wanted to win three flags by 2020.
1: You cops some flack about the fact that an internal document that got out earlier than you would have liked, spoke of a membership target of 75,000, three flags in 2020, and this over this five-year plan
0: or 10-year period. It starts with a vision, and we're not here just to compete. No one is. Well, There's no point. That, you might as well pack up and go. No, I'm not embarrassed. I'm actually proud of that. And we've got a vision to compete and to be the best, the best on the field, the best off the field. If we're not, if we're not locked into that, we might as well pack up and go home. You've got to seriously take your hat off. To yeah, that's impressive. It? it is
2: unbelievable. It's like the law of attraction. You know, mm-hmm. they're creating their own reality by you know thinking about yeah. it and planning it. Positively into the future, and it's a really sliding doors moment for the Richmond mm. Football Club. And geez, look how they've come out on top, and and, oh. and they're really—I don't think their reign is over either. I think they've still brought probably another couple of years where we're going to see them in prelim finals and grand finals.
1: Yeah, no, so the the Tiger Train is is continuing. Oh, uh, yeah. They'll get uh, Morris Rioli Jr. for for free or father. Uh, um, oh yeah, into their club, he'll pick uh, Richmond, or why wouldn't you pick Richmond? <laughs> so uh, he's he's. He, he nearly walks into their team. That's how good he is. Wow. So he nearly walked into that grand final team. So mm. uh, Tigers are only going to get uh, better. And uh, to go all the way back to mentioning mentioning Adam Adam Trelaw again when he left the Giants. He had the choice between Collingwood and Richmond. what was he thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Having said that, you would never have picked Richmond, would
0: you? Before that, you wouldn't have picked Richmond.
1: Well, clearly, he didn't uh, believe Brendan Gale. Clearly.
0: By 2016, they would have been shaking their boots, wouldn't they? Three flags in four years. How are we going to do this?
2: (laughs) They They almost sacked their coach. That's how serious they got. Well, the
1: the last round of 2016, Sydney beat Richmond by 113
0: points. I remember that. Mm.
2: Who, yeah, would have wow. thought, who would have thought back in 2014 when the power absolutely mm. pantsed a richmond here in that elimination final uh, that richmond would go on to win a flag and three flags before yeah. ported win one yeah unbelievable
0: No, that's seriously impressive club since then and you've gotta you got to give credit where it's due this they've come a long way from from where they were and uh, and they've achieved greatness and i think i saw the stat before we go to parcel fast i saw this stat that um, the dynasty teams since 2000, so you know the Lions, the Hawks, the Geelongs, mm-hmm. etc., who have just been phenomenal. Their average age after winning their third uh, flag in those dynasties, the, the the average age across the team in that third year is 28 on average, and a few and a few days, obviously, 28 yeah. years. Now that's that's feels pretty old, and that's usually when your team starts to drop off because your seniors are starting to get too old. Richmond are average age twenty six years of age this year they're two yeah. years ahead they that means they've got another two years of this curve still to go if you if you're going to go off you know the the past history that they could win another they're in the window for another two years perhaps before their seniors start to drop off
1: if if they go through next year if there's no big injuries like you know dusty goes down or if mm. there's no big injuries they're winning it <laughs> no, no one else is going to win it if they're fit they win it. Simple Mm. as
2: that. The 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 question is now: everyone's going to have to take pay cuts to stay. But if you look at the club and the culture they have, you'd almost take. You know, if you're going to win another flag, you'd almost take the pay cut just to be at that club still.
0: That's going to pass or fast. Can we get an ironing board out there on the sideline? Absolutely farcical. It's farcical. 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 We're playing out of farce. It's a farce. It ends farcically. The rules are a farce. What a farce! Farcical goal. That sounds farcical. 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 It's a bit of a farce.
2: It's
1: a disgrace.
0: Oh, boys, Marcel Fast is back in the studio, haven't Yes, gone? yes. And
1: we've actually got a whiteboard this oh. week, so I actually know what I'm doing. <laughs> Here we go. Um, we'll stick with the grand final theme now. Uh, on Sunday, social media again went uh, nuts. Crazy about uh, a bit of vision uh, that someone uh, posted of uh, Jaden Short uh, receiving something uh, across... Uh, the fence from a punter uh, Whoa, it would have looked yes. uh, quite a dodge um, <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if I do say so myself but Jaden short's come out and said that uh, he got a watch a black and gold watch um, as a as a gift uh, for winning uh the premiership so now he's a bnF winner too uh, he won yeah, Richmond's yeah. bnF so uh, that uh this would have been a, some long odds on sports bet too I would have thought to, to win that but uh <laughs> The Jaden Short uh, watch across the fence fiasco. Fast or fast. Well, they're calling him on the, on the internet. He was known as
2: Jaden Snort for a while. Oh, <laughs> really oh, <yeah>. <laughs> I saw that name get bandied around a fair bit. But I, I tell you what, it's strange. You know, to give a, a watch to someone who's just won a premiership. I, mm. I, I heard uh, the, the person that the supporter they interviewed him and he said it was a, it was a black and yellow watch that he was yeah had to give him because he made these black and yellow watches and yeah. and and just to see Short's reaction when he sort of held up and looked at it, and goes yeah, you know, so he nodded his head and then he put it in his sock and ran off. <laughs> So it's it's a it's, it's a farce. It's got to be a farce, mate. You've just won a premiership. You're about to win a VNF. You've got the medallion around your neck. Who gives a stuff about a black and yellow watch? So thanks,
0: mate. But no thanks. Move on. Oh, and he got a news story out of it. This is a farce. I mean, it's a dodgiest looking transaction too. Caught on camera. You know, they did the old dodgy like handshake that looks like there's something else going on, and it went for what? Well, it probably went for a good day's worth of social media traction before it, uh, people. Actually, realize that it wasn't the case, but far out. Like, what you, a watch? Bit weird. farce huge farce <laughs> And seriously, do,
1: do you boys actually think it's a watch? No, oh, no, nah, straight out. I'm, nah. on, I'm on the fence. I don't know. Nah. If you got a watch, farce. I'm going to pose this question. If you got given a watch, yes, would you put it in your sock or would you put it on your bloody wrist? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you would put it on straight away. You, you're doing your high fives and stuff, but I, I'm, I'm you skeptical. don't shove it down I'm your skeptical. sock. I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical.
1: You don't put a new watch down the sock. I'm side. skeptical, <laughs> especially if it's worth thousands of thousands of dollars. of Watch it, apparently what it was. You don't put a sock. Look sketchy. A watch. Watch Daniel. Your- <laughs> Gee please. Nah. Oh gee, I don't know about that. But uh, moving on, we'll keep t- uh, to the grand final theme. What about so the, the MCG turf last week, which oh. was a oh, huge, oh, huge no. fa- <laughs> oh, oh. what about uh, the AFL or the Gabba or the or whoever it is deciding to lay or plant the MCG turf? Not even on the bloody field.
0: Fast or fast. <laughs> <laughs> Chase is having a fit.
2: What the hell was the point of taking it in the first place? They spent all this money, did all this promotion to cut the square out of the MCG, to trudge it over a state borderline, which is currently have to quarantine to get over if you're from uh, Victoria. And then they don't even put it on the pitch. Just The, the ground? A, <laughs> it
0: looked like a pitch. Yeah, oh. but they don't
2: even put it on the ground. It oh. was one of the biggest fastest I've ever
0: seen. I reckon the Gabba have have done this on purpose. They've gone big, reckon, yeah. big finger up to the MCG and the AFL for thinking this is their time. They can get yes. a bit of MCG time on our turf. Bugger off. We'll stick it on the wing. We'll stick it outside the boundary line and you can have no part to play in our game. Our game that we own for one bloody year. <laughs> It'll never happen again. Get stuffed, Melbourne. Yes. We're going to kick it off our turf and we're not going to allow it to interfe- intersect our turf. Fair play. Good no, good pass by the Gabba. Yes. Huge pass by the game. I love it. It, was, it
1: actually looked like a move. it was turned in like a cricket pitch. It was. Uh, yeah, it was. I saw the the photo with the Photoshop stumps with it too. It looked like a cricket pitch. But uh, yeah, big pass. The yeah, AFL look like morons.
2: They yeah, look like serious, they look
1: like serious idiots by doing yeah. that whole stunt
2: about doing. I think it was paid by yeah. was Rebel Reb, Sport. Rebel Sport. Yep. Far They out. got
0: their publicity well, good, you, worth. You're right,
2: you're right, Sam. Good on the Gabba mm. for saying, you know, you're bringing the MCG here. That's yeah. fine. You can put it outside the
1: boundary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we actually know that was said grass? Is it just... They could have just I, went... They should have just went to Bunnings. I totally agree.
0: I, rec- I was sceptical when they did this. I thought... Mm. I don't know if this is the cynic in me, yeah. but I thought straight away, this, this would be a dupe. They'll put... There'll be a truck with the logos and stuff on Mm. it coming out of the MCG. They'll do the photo shoot and everything, make it look like it's heading its way to Queensland. But there'll be a second truck without the grass in it at the Gabba. Same logos on the truck, photo shoot of it coming in. Mm. So it never crossed the border. The grass never went across. And that's just another patch from park outside (laughs) the Oval. Who bloody knows, but I'm sceptical. I don't even reckon it made its way from the G. Ooh, Having said go. that, can I can I say it's conspiracy theories? I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Late in the press, box. <laughs> can I say
1: tinfoil hats have made their way into...
0: <laughs> as much as we're bagging on the MCG, how good did their um, their imagery look on the ground? They used this new technology to carve out like an image and some wording on the ground when uh, Mike Brady was singing the song. I don't know if you noticed it, but um, no, I didn't watch it. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> go go on the MCG's um, Instagram if you haven't looked. They have got this new technology where can basically print. Um, a picture on the grass without actually using uh, any paint or anything—it's just air blowing the um, the grass so, like you would a pattern on the ground. Same thing with a picture—it's unbelievable. And then all they have to do is basically mow over it or air blow it in a different direction, and the picture goes away. No, no paint, no nothing. It's fantastic. So might see some cool patterns coming up in cricket season. Oh, jeez, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too excited. <laughs>
1: MCG turf that, that that's enough for that. Um we'll stay at the grand final. <laughs> what about I did see, I did see this on uh, social media. What about what about? Toby Nan So he's just won his umpteenth flag. I know he's probably he got more medals than uh, he's had hot dinners pretty much by now, Toby Nancurvis. But what about Toby Nancurvis well, he got left hanging by a little kid? <laughs> so the, the The little kid who gave Toby Nancurvis his premiership medal, pass or farce? <laughs> it was a bit of a savage burn, wasn't yeah. it?
2: <laughs> Born in <laughs> That was the hardest thing he went through all day, <laughs> all night. Jesus, it, uh, it was it was a pass. I have to give it a pass to the kid. It was just, he <laughs> made it stand out, but. Oh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know, mate. you might bound been be in You just want a flag, mate. Just
0: shake his hand, would you? Yeah. Kid's so excited, he got his cap. He's just bugging yeah, off. Right. He's run off the stage. Um, oh, I don't know. Pass and a farce. It's a bit funny um, overall. Good, good, um, well played. I reckon. What um, was it? Dusty Martin and um, Jack Rewalt straight afterwards came running up to Nank as he came mm-hmm. off the stage to give him a handshake. Make sure he got one in the end. That no, was funny. Big pass,
1: love it, love it, love the kid. Uh, just, uh, just <laughs> leaving uh, Curvis uh, just leave him hanging. Good, it's probably the kid's clearly a Geelong fan, mm. clearly, mm. or just not a Richmond fan and went. This, here, I'll just, I'll just get me hat. Here's your medal. I'll trudge, I'll trudge off. I'll give the. I'll probably sell the hat at primary school on Monday and away we go. <sighs> But uh, that was sensational. Big pass, uh, radio. Uh, next one uh, is a big, big story that's just dropped on the past twenty four hours. Uh, Sam Tug will love this. Uh, Tony Modra is back.
0: Yes, he's
1: back. Yes, but the mods. <laughs> he's now a wrestler. What? So what, what, what about <laughs> this bloke? This professional wrestler in America has changed his name legally to Tony. Modra. So Tony Modra, the wrestler, (laughs) pass or fast? Mate, as long as he's taken screamers off the top buckle, then it's
2: a massive (laughs) pass. If he wants to uh, be named after his idol from here in South Australia, it's got to be a pass. He's going to carry the name forward and surely, surely Mods
0: will respect that. Oh, you'd think he would. (laughs) But apparently, according to a Tizer article that dropped last night on Tuesday night, Apparently he doesn't like it. You kidding? He's disrespected. He feels that he didn't ask his permission. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Poor mods doesn't like it. I mean, I think everyone loves the the concept. It's a great one. I'd love for it, like this dude's signature move to be like a knee to the back of someone's head or something like a yeah. streamer But I mean, he, he, mods doesn't like it. He seemed
1: upset. Yeah, well, as you would. Would you? Would you? Would you like to be named up? Our- uh, after a wrestler if a wrestler went no, I, I think... I'm now Sam Tugwell No, it's a far... I'm now a
0: wrestler who is in <laughs> fake entertainment no you know what it, it, it's a farce overall as much as I think it's fun and games we love it Gosh. it is a farce because one he probably should have been asked because he's stealing an identity which is famous for other reasons and he's gonna use it as a stepladder into being more famous and get more popular not to use a, a, a wrestling sort of <laughs> <a> reference <there laughs> a step ladder. but a stepladder but yeah it I feel like he's sort of using his name isn't he to get a little bit of extra notice because we wouldn't have given a stuff would we otherwise most of us anyway mm. football lovers
1: yeah well uh, Brendan Vink is the oh, name, first i I've heard of this na- guy's name, name uh, <laughs> in question so he uh, changed his name to Tony Modra but uh, wrestling and uh, that's in America how many people in America would know Tony Modra
0: No, but everyone in Australia now knows him that's why they follow surely him surely if you change your name you change it to I don't know. Maybe, maybe Michael Jordan, perhaps. Maybe the WWE said, "Hey, mate, you're Australian. There's not many of you over here. Come up with a name that'll resonate with Aussies over in your country, and people will follow you because it's a popular name." And he went, "All right." I'll go with a hometown hero, Tony Modra. <laughs> Tick. ticked all the boxes here. Got all us talking, hasn't it? Maybe, maybe that's all they did. I don't maybe know.
1: Signature move, the hanger. Maybe <laughs> the, the, the Mick Martin sit or something. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> how, catch up. How, how many times did he sit on Mick Martin's head? Four hundred thousand times. It was unbelievable. Anyway, fast, fast wrestling. Wrestling full stops are fast. Yeah, I agree.
0: Full mm. of um, fast on wrestling. Yeah.
1: Jeez, I thought we were a sports podcast. <laughs> 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 now uh, the last one is a is a little bit uh, is the dad in me here. You so missed one. You missed one. Have I missed one? Yeah, above mods. Oh so yes. It, see, I've brought the bloody whiteboard out, and <laughs> I, <know>, I haven't, <laughs> yeah, I haven't missed one. Read it. So, Good job, Jace. Uh, So, so, so last week, last week, oh, I, said, <laughs> I said, I <laughs> said, I said last week that uh, night grand final there will will. Be streakers. And, did you say that? And I said he did, actually, yes, he did. Oh, and I said uh, said streakers should take a take a leak on the MC. Oh, you did too. Yes, you did. Yes. But what? So a there was there wasn't streakers. But what about people streaking at the grand final, but leaving their bloody clothes on? Yeah. <laughs> so streakers that aren't streaking or didn't take their kit off. Oh, well, I've since learned that these
2: blokes who've got a YouTube or an Instagram following worth over a million people or whatever, and they did it for a joke. But I tell you what, if you want to get more followers and you want to cop a $10,000 fine for running on the Oval to Grand Front, get your bloody clothes off. Do it in the raw, boys. It's, it's a massive fuss. We can always blur it out if you want to put it on Instagram
0: later. But, boys,
2: you want to be in the raw if you're going to spend that amount of money and, and show up on the biggest stage of all and, and, uh, and cop a, a big fine. So, It's a massive fast.
0: Oh, so you're you're saying put the put like the texture writing of your your nose on your chest and your back and your bum. And, and, and people will read it from there. exactly yeah well okay fair enough I, I think it was a joke it was a farce it interrupted the game as the footy was coming inside 50 I mean they picked the right time and place because it went on TV usually they don't put the streakers mm. or anyone that's right. Grand Actually, that's Invaders the, on the, TV that's the interesting thing that so was they the first time
2: they, yeah 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 they did show it Channel 7 mm. did show the streakers getting pinned to the ground yeah. which they never do and they anymore. wouldn't usually do it's because they had their kid on
0: <laughs> if they had their kid off you wouldn't have seen it nah but it, the footy was going in the right direction for them so the cameras were already there but I mean, I just just uh, f- stupid idiots like. It- publicity stunt for their own podcast like, who gives a stuff of their instagram who are they like they're yeah. not bloody um world famous they're just these little nufties from from probably queensland who were trying to uh, trying to get a few followers and crack a laugh and they i went on their page because i had to find out who they were afterwards just for work's sake and and what are they, what are they doing they're, they're talking about oh it was great we just got out of jail and um we're gonna we, you know we're we're now gonna post a video in a couple of hours and there's gonna be an extended version if you want to pay for it and it's like Honestly, like, that's just immaturity at its peak. Big fass, oh, take your kid off. Oh, <laughs> that's oh, all you're worried
1: about. <laughs> it's called streaking. And and uh, Jace, if the grand final was yes. at Adelaide Oval, oh, and geez, that that fine would skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, the press box got uh, said uh, said money yes. to cover. The cost. Yep. Load me up. I'm on the,
2: <laughs> I'm on the pitch. Are we, on? Are we
1: on? <laughs> Would you have press on the front I and, to, and, and yep, box and on the box, back? Yeah. Oh. Yep. <laughs> I'll tell you
2: what, the boys are really lucky because it was, was it here or was it in uh, Victoria where the bloke streaked and was almost copped a $50,000 fine because he broke the COVID bubble. Oh. But in Queensland, it didn't apply. So it's only a $5,000 oh, wow. fine. So it could have been. It could have been a hundred grand they could have
1: been facing.
0: Gee, we didn't know that. Mm. Far Fast <laughs> on
1: so many levels. So many levels. Right now, now I'll, I'll put my dad hat back on because the last one is uh, is all about dad. Well, last week, last week uh, for all the all the parents out there that are listening was Book Week mm-hmm. at school mm-hmm. and kindy and everything like that. So uh, Archie is massive. Uh, Marvel loves it. Mm-hmm. Loves it. So, uh, the book week rules apparently, this book week rules um, at Archie's school. I won't, won't name the school because I'd like him to still go there. Um, but superheroes were banned. What? You couldn't dress up as superheroes. You're kidding. <laughs> so, banning superheroes. This is going. This
2: is. Uh, He's taking this. To, he's doing a real personal video. Yeah, he he's brought mad. it. He's brought it. He's brought it to parcel fast <laughs> on the press box podcast because
1: this is how upset he is with it. It would. It would resonate with parents out here because. Okay. Because picking uh, costumes. So Batman. But, what about Batman? Out. Superman. Yeah. Out. All superheroes. Out. All of them gone. Wow. Out. So ban- banning superheroes as costumes for book week, parcel fast.
0: Wow. Nah, that's a farce. Kids, kids should be allowed to be dressing up as superheroes. I don't give a stuff if it's an easy out for parents. They love superheroes. Kids love them. What about Wolverine? Out, Cyclops. <laughs> Here it goes. <laughs> out. <If it's laughs> what a, do you mean?
2: It's, it's book week, isn't it? About isn't it about comic books well, and well, Archie has and, and
1: uh, five million books on superheroes. But the band, why? It's in it incites violence, Jace. That's <laughs> just silly. <laughs> yeah. You are kidding? So well, if little Johnny rocks up as Batman and and little uh, I don't know Simon rocks up as Superman, oh, geez, it's apparently, it's the uh, apparently it's on. Oh, apparently it's on. Give us a spell. <laughs> That's a fast. Like. Well, it's it's got to be a fast. That's a big fast. So uh, so we've gone through. I've uh, gone through Archie's wardrobe. <laughs> Hulk, no deal, mate. Uh, <laughs> Iron Man, uh, no. What about Batman? No. What did he go as? Uh, well, I, I sort of rolled the dice with Ninja Turtles, and, oh, it, and it got awesome uh, it. it got it got the tick of approval. But, <laughs> but the funny thing, which was... which one, which color, Raphael? Oh, Raphael! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Leonardo. Yeah. I don't mind
2: Leonardo. Leonardo's my favourite. Yeah, yeah, one. No, yeah. I'm
1: Michelangelo, actually. Oh. My man, because he made the pizzas. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <That's good gear. laughs> but the best thing, the highlight of my week, which uh, when when you two become dads, will be your highlight of the mm-hmm. week. So Archie's come home from school and he's gone, Dad. I'm like, what? He goes, someone dressed up as Batman. Oh, oh no, no filthy. That's wrong. I went, like, yeah, <laughs> there we go.
0: <laughs> That's outstanding on you. But surely, come on, seriously. And
1: it would have been good too, because Archie's Archie's got a superhero book at home. Mm. He wanted to take that book. He loves a book. Yeah. And uh, the teacher had to, you know, Archie, you bring your book up. Let's read it out. It's usually, you know, what's a picture book, you know, 15, 20 pages, you know. (laughs) Archie's superhero book, 185 pages it is. (laughs) And it has at least 10,000 words in it. So I would have loved to have done that. I've done it. I've flicked every page every night. But uh, the teacher would have seen that when you're next.
0: (laughs) Well, that's not to wrap up the show because we've got one more pass of fast left. You've left off the board, Dale. So I'll present it to you yeah. instead. Oh, here we go. Here is two songs that you've unearthed Dale during the week and just told us about but f- completely forgotten that I think are fantastic and we need to play to our listeners. So you've unearthed these two songs. What was it? His name's is Checkers. This, is
1: this a Twitter parcel? Are we going to throw this out to the audience, Yeah, I think are we? we should. Yeah, yeah that's a
0: good idea. Checkers. Is that the name of them? Checkers?
1: There's something that came up in the newsroom today and uh, I said, give us a listen to this. And I listened to it and I went, Oh dear, I think the boys would like this. Now, so, this is uh, DJ yeah. Kemp-esque stuff, isn't it? <laughs> this is right up his alley, so he or, might be the best judge.
0: I don't know. I, yeah, well, yes, you be the judge. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, DJ's got talent. All right, we'll see what number he holds up, all right? He, he's Here's song number one. <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable.
2: That's, that's, I don't mind that. It's a bit up and about. I uh, you know, I think the crows would be pumped running out to that at Adelaide Oval.
0: I love that. That is that is <laughs> you know, amazing. You've,
2: you've turned the biggest Crows supporter in here.
0: That's great. That's a that's a huge win. We need to keep that. We need to we, we need to get checkers. We need to pay him the royalties he needs for us to play that as our official song.
1: We'll turn it off before he charges us for any royalties.
0: (laughs) All right, well, they're not the only team. You brought us Port Adelaide's as well. (laughs) Thoughts?
1: (laughs) My, that's, oh. Yeah, it's a good find. <laughs> Genuine question, Jace. Yes. You're the DJ in here. Yep. Could you mix those two tracks together? Absolutely. <laughs> oh! Oh!
0: <laughs> Can you do that for us next week? We'll <laughs> try
1: and do it for you next week. How's that? <laughs> that could be the official showdown mega mix.
0: Wow. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That. Well, there you go. There's Parcel Fast for the week. So both passes. Jeez. throw it open yes. let's
2: throw it open to the Twitter family yep. let's get it on Twitter we'll tag uh, DJ Checkers was it we'll tag him in it so get some feedback from him, him as well <laughs> let's and let's, let's, let's see let's open it up to everyone yeah. and see what <laughs> they reckon
0: does um, Does DJ Kemp have a Twitter uh, no I just, does he have an Instagram <laughs> no <laughs> does it get posted <laughs> on much <laughs> <laughs> we really need to up our Instagram. Yes, game. I got to do that. Now we're back. We're back. Oh, boys! It's great to be back. Oh, it's how been good! Wonderful. Oh, good to have you. Great to see you. And um, we're only going to do this from this week on, which is great. So uh, it's going to become the real deal again. The show is back where it should be and how it should be. Oh,
1: I totally forgot how. There's one reason I forgot about those remixes. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> They're a farce. <laughs> we'll see you next week.